welcome to the Juicy Living Podcast. My name is Tara, I am your host, and this series is designed to inspire you to design your most juicy and beautiful life. Tune in. Welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you are here and I'm excited to share this episode with you that I did with Sarah Dernaz from Loft Design. It's a flashback episode, but I wanted to include it because we had such a wonderful time discussing our homes, our environments, and bringing a little bit of mindfulness into that to create a space that raises our vibration, makes us feel happy, healthy, whole. Um, There's so much research that we've come out with now. Um, Dr. Bruce Lipton is somebody that I love to follow that speaks to epigenetics and how when we can take a cell and we put it into a Petri dish and we watch it grow it can be vastly different when it is in different environments. So it's something that I really felt that would be of interest to you to dive into. I really hope you enjoy it. Tune in. One, we are live. Welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us today. I'm super excited. My name is Tara um, and I'm here today with the fabulous Sarah. It's the Sarah and Tara show. (laughs) (laughs) and if you're catching this later this show is being recorded as well as a podcast Uh, so if you're not catching it live right now um you know too bad (laughs) too bad so we thought it would be like i'm really excited to have sarah on we've um kind of been in the design community over the last few years bumping into each other online and then I've had the opportunity to get to know her more on a personal basis, and she's such a gas. She's so creative, and she is, I just I just think she's such a fun gal. She's amazing. Aww. So welcome. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks. Thanks. And apparently Madison wanted to join as well. Like, she's, she knows I'm not, like, busy working, so she's like, oh, mom, let's do cuddles. Actually, she wants my hair every day. She's, she's acquired a taste for chocolate mistakenly, so... That face. Hi. No chocolate. No chocolate. So, um, yeah, no, I'm excited to be here, and this is going to be so much fun, and we'll just talk everything the last decade and sort of, I don't know, be really authentic, right? Yeah. We can all talk about how weird this week's been. It's Thursday, and it feels like the longest week of this month. I swear. It's, yeah. Hey. The energy has been very fun this last couple of weeks, <laughs> especially. And I think closing off the decade here is like we're really feeling a lot of things come to completion. And I think there's a lot of like ah, buzzing in the air. Yeah. No, and that's, exactly, that's a real word. It's like it's like um, a low hum of like vibration that's just kind of I think everybody's feeling it, but they just can't quite articulate what's going on with it. So I know I'm having a hard time with it. I'm just like, it's weird. Everything's weird right now. Everybody's weird. It's all weird. Um, But it's not super terrible. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. I I totally agree. So, okay. Let's talk about this last decade, right? Um, It's kind of fun when we come out of decades and we look at like the trends and things like that. And I know, uh, yes. Hey, Harley. It is a full moon today. Thanks for joining us out from Montreal. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's so fun. We come out of these decades and it's like, okay, we look at the trends and like what's happened over time. And it's like, ooh, that was a good one. Ooh, that one wasn't so good. And yeah. I mean, we're just having a little bit of fun with this. I know. Yeah, I know you're a very talented and skillful designer and um, you know, working with clients, we, we get, you know, it's not necessarily about the trends, but it is fun going back and looking at like what's come back up and what has stuck and what's kicked out. So a trend that's come up in the last like couple of years is plaid mixed with florals. Like seriously, I've worked on projects and um, you feel like you're on the set of Home Alone with like all the plaid wall, like wall covering. But it's different. It's it's a different approach to it, and it doesn't feel dated, but it feels very familiar. You know, and the color palettes feel oddly familiar to, like, the early 90s. So, um, and then there's this huge push for Art Deco, which I love. Mm-hmm. So, I'm all about that. I'm an 80s baby. So, 
anything that's kind of sexy and art deco-ish and, you know, glamorous. I love it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's interesting too. I'm even seeing with like my kids now, like they the girls, they're 14 and they've got like the pants coming back with their like up to the waist with like the short crop tops. Oh, I'm like, so I know the mom pants. I'm like, you girls are, do you realize you're wearing mom pants? <laughs> Those. Like I remember wearing like mom jeans, like probably yeah, like seventh and eighth grade. Like low waisted jeans didn't come out until I was probably a junior in high school, and then it was like a big deal to show your belly button. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So those blue jeans were right up to the belly button, and it was a long ass day when you wore those jeans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I was like, a really huge fan of the mom jeans, but um, yeah. Mm -hmm. There, but they look cute on them now. I think they look super cute. Oh, you guys! I'm so sorry. My dogs are—they're after a squirrel. Um, yeah, no, they look super cute. And some kids, some girls just pull it off, and you're like, "Oh, those are mom jeans," but they look really cute on you. <laughs> Where I would look like a mom, it would not be attractive at all. <laughs> I'll just stick to my like regular like hit you where they're supposed to on the hip jeans. I guess those are going to be the new mom jeans. The new mom jean. Yeah. Low rise. <laughs> so I don't know about you, but I think kind of like coming out of this decade and I look at like 10 years ago and like how we are now, like, you know, in this world. Um, I don't know. I find that this last 10 years has been a lot more about bringing like all of our creative aspects out. Like, you know, the different areas and the things that we have. And I know you're, super duper creative and you've got like different side hustles and things that you do but I really think that's something coming out of the decade that I'm seeing with a lot of people is this openness to being creative and you know having all these different kind of things in our life and adventuring out what do you think so um I absolutely agree with that just because of the nature of my very first business is providing consulting services to other designers and um, a huge part of my client base are individuals that have transitioned from another industry because they want to have that creative outlet. Like they're like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to follow my dreams. And, and it's really exciting to see these people come from, you know, very professional backgrounds. Some of them are like lawyers. Some of them, I got a phone call the other day from a girl who was um, a optometrist and, you know, these very scientific fields and they're wanting to transition to something more creative. And I, I think it's really exciting that we live in this world now where we're all probably going to have more than one career, you know, one career path. Um, we don't live in a time anymore where you work the same job for like 30 or 40 years. It's going to be like, well, there's this chapter of my life and then this chapter and this chapter, and there might be little threads of things that kind of, you know, spin through all that, but I really do feel like people are, are leaning more to um, creating of some kind because I feel it's therapeutic. It's, you know, it's cathartic to create something on any level. Mm -hmm. And I think people are longing for connection to that. Yes, absolutely. Totally right. And it yeah. really brings out that like more, um, I think that that feminine energy and that balance of, you know, not so much, just. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't really get them in here. They're gonna burn. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I. So I mean, I think that was a major like do takeaway of this last decade. Decade is do like not be afraid to go outside of the box because I think you're totally right. Like we come from a uh, previous generation where people would stay in their jobs for 50, 60, 70 years, retire and have that pension, and not really express that creativity side or you know look towards more what's in alignment with what they're passionate about and how they can bring their you know unique gifts to the world um like you know how you help others with your creativity i was i was telling sarah i was having dreams of sketchup i literally <laughs> was having these constant dreams and that's why i was like i think i need to call sarah because i'm seeing sketchup everywhere and she's like the yeah. sketchup girl and it was <laughs> launch too like you must have been feeling my energy or something like it was bizarre mm -hmm. I know right <laughs> but it's just yeah it's, it was just that another thing I'm like oh no Tara I don't need to be playing around with other things again but it is just that that thing of being allowing yourself to to be creative and to dabble into creative things and know that that's 
okay. I mean, I'm a designer and a meditation teacher, and you know, but it's it's interesting how over the last well, this would be two decades now, I'm seeing this like alignment of why these pieces come together, and I think it's I think it's kind of cool. Well, and I think there's this that veil of like labels where you're you box your box yourself into one thing. I don't feel like anybody is just one thing anymore. You know, we all wear multiple hats and, you know, just because you you're doing this over here doesn't mean you can't also do this, even if they're not in alignment with the alignment with each other or even related. You know, there's this just this amazing time that we're in where people are, I think, more concerned with um, quality of life and happiness versus like the bottom line. I mean, we all need to make money. We have bills to pay, but. You know, so many people are starting over, you know, in their mid to late 30s, even 40s, like doing a huge career change. It's like, I don't want to live in this life where, you know, I'm not happy. I'm not pursuing these outlets that I need. And I think that's really exciting. If anything's come from this last decade, that would probably be the most exciting. Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, I, I think it's I think it's really cool. And I think just like the acceptance of that freedom we have now that knowing mm -hmm. that, yeah, people dabble into different things and they, you know, are really yeah. tuning into more what's, you know, how they can bring their I think their gifts talk to the world and share that a bit more. Okay, so we have to dish about a don't, and I'm not going to say who or what, but this came scrolling across my social media, and we were talking about renovation projects, and someone showed up, and there was like some panties on the island. <laughs> <laughs> so my design friends listening know who it is, you know what I'm talking about. But we were dishing that's like a big don't, right? Like didn't panties go out and yeah, like an thousand in. Like, who's wearing panties? Like, that's just for sexy time with your partner. Like, panties are way out. Like, ditch the panties and then you don't have to worry about leaving them anywhere. Especially when your contractor and designer are meeting together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's what you don't, I think, for every decade. Yeah, I think that's a don't for every decade. <laughs> I don't know, maybe like in like the 60s, 70s, it was a do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's quite possible. But, you know, panties may have been out there too. Mm. You know, it's just, it's just extra. Just extra to have to worry about, right? If that's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or just don't ever take them off. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> you know. It's an incredibly awkward situation for the homeowner, but at the end of the day, look at how much fun we're having talking about it. Like, I know, right? People some joy. <laughs> and if nobody else does, it brought us laughter. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay, so what do you have something that we think should be ditched from this last decade? Anything? Um, you anything? Um, I scarcity mindset. It, it's seriously the the whole um and and I, I feel that we're we're moving towards this better mindset but there's still you know this thought of you know if your light is shining bright therefore it dims mine and it's not like that you know all um rising tides raise all ships and and really there needs to be more celebration for for other people around you because it's a good thing it's good energy and so and there's more than enough for everybody of everything so scarcity mindset definitely needs to go yeah i love that one and you know i think that's really come up a lot now um and becoming i think a little bit more recognized by people how um that mindset has been programmed into us just, you know, from previous generations and how yeah. we were raised in that time. Um, so I think that's such a great point that you bring up because um, even my own awareness of it what occurred within like this last decade, definitely, I would say where like, where, where it's like, Oh, I didn't even know that that was a thing that was in my way and yeah. really realizing how many other people what like when you observe it and then you're aware of it, you really see it around and, and you just hear it like in the words that are said, you know, and that's, it's really cool about like being able to shift that a little bit. Um, and that's like so many people are just unaware that, that they're living in that mindset and, you know, just changing, just changing your mindset 
on that is a huge, huge jump to something better. So that definitely needs to be ditched. We agree. Ditch the scarcity mindset. Out. 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 <laughs> out. Ditch it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about a do. I think, I feel like a do um, kind of goes back to that creativity and looking at um, your environment as a big factor. Um, mm -hmm. because I think, you know, there's so much research out there. Uh, Bruce Lipton is somebody that I love to follow and he talks so much about the impact of environments on like an organism. So let's talk about us as humans, <laughs> right? And, and this, and the space and the environment we're in and that's, you know, kind of that world that we work in, um, or, you know, we, we yeah. see that how much that environment really does impact people. And I think that being mindful about what's in your space and what you want to bring into this next decade and maybe what you want to eliminate <laughs> before we leave this one, you know, is something to consider here as we're wrapping up the last few weeks of the month. Yeah. Well, and I think that there's, you know, it doesn't, not everybody's in the, in the place to just do like a whole gut right now on their house. So Think about the little things that truly bring you joy. I buy fresh flowers like every other week because I love them. They make me happy. I have them in two rooms. Like it's just, it's those simple things. Like just try to be aware of the things that already spark joy and then just do more of that. It's actually really simple. Yeah, I know. I love that. Um, and another one, like fresh plants too, right? It just feels like it brings that liveliness, that energy into your home. You can't give them life. <laughs> <laughs> by the ones that are already dead. You know, it took me some time to be able to like keep my plants alive. And so I was always good like outside, mm -hmm. but it did take me a while inside. Garden outside, super easy, but they move in and it's like now. I, I, I talk to them. I killed succulents. <laughs> I killed succulents. Like supposed to be the most easy. <laughs> they die. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're, we're, I'm sending you some like good vibrations for plants in this next decade. Green thumbs vibes. <laughs> Indoor green thumbs for the 2020 decade. Right. I, want, but, I really want a fiddle fig leaf tree so bad, but I hear they're like the most nudious plants ever. And so I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. I'd like to do like an indoor lemon tree. Oh, you know but I keep my house on the cooler side. Mm. Yeah. Well, you, yourself, you're warmer. Yeah. Yeah. No, it has been warmer, but I keep my house at about 68 just because you can't cook the wine. <laughs> valid point. Very valid I, I point. I love to keep the wine comfortable. So. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think you're right. Like a lot of people too, they don't have the ability to go and do a big full reno. And it is sometimes those little things, um, like you say, the fresh cut flowers, different scents in your home. Um, for me, I like to put like almost like affirmation things. I have like pillows with like, you know, positive affirmations or little wall signs. So that I'm constantly kind of surrounding my environment with just little little things that are always elevating my vibration. And I know that's yep. something that you do too. So I thought it'd be a little bit fun to. Definitely. And especially if you're like a person, like I buy, so as you guys have all witnessed, I have dogs. So that means that everything nice ends up transitioning into something for the dogs. So I buy new throw blankets probably every three or four months. Um, just because like the dogs just kind of have their way with them. And then I'm like, oh, you've got a new blanket. And now I'm going to get one that's super soft and brand new. And just something like that, that, that just brings me joy. Like at the end of the day to have my, my blanket to kind of just nuzzle into when I'm reading or watching TV or anything like that. Like, it's just, I think it's just being really mindful and simplistic on what brings you joy, you know, not, not obsessing about everything else that's big because it'll come just just focus on the little things like affirmation pillows <laughs> and that's all you need that's it yeah that's it that's all you need yeah. and 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 you know maybe if you have an opportunity to get rid of some excess clutter things you don't need that well, helps yeah. to make space yeah, I know. I've been on like a very, well, you know, I'm kind of going through a bit of a, about to go through a renovation. So I'm on like purge mode. Yes. You know, you find things that you're like, holy man, why I like, I still have like some little kid toys and I have 14 year olds. 
and a 12 year old. Like, I don't, you know, it's good for my brother. I could pass it on, but I don't need it. Yeah. Yeah, no, perky is very, it's cathartic. It, it physically makes you feel lighter as well. It's so true. So true. So, okay. Um, what what do you think that um, <laughs> in looking at going forward into like the new year, um, what, what are you most excited about? I'm really excited that, I mean, obviously every January, there's a huge health push, and I'm saying this as I'm pouring myself some Well, Prosecco, so that's fine. I couldn't find Cava. That's my favorite. But um, I – no, I, I, I do think we're going to start the new year like we do every year in this, like, this is going to be my year. And um, I believe it will be for somebody. I get the, the impression and the feeling that this year is going to be different. I don't believe it's going to be – people signing up for gym memberships. I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be, um, a more mindfulness just about, you know, what you do to your body, different, like holistic approaches. I think it's going to be more, um, focused towards that, like in-home maintenance of different aspects of your body versus I'm going to go to gym. I'm going to, or I'm going to sign up to the gym. I'm going to go every day for like what, everybody quits going to the gym by the middle of February. I don't feel like we're going to see that this year. I think it's going to be, okay, what can I do to actually improve um, the quality of my life using holistic approaches and, you know, maybe changing up my routine. I think it's going to be much more thoughtful this year. Mm -hmm. uh, I love that. You know, I, I feel like we're kind of coming to that place of people are, being more compassionate and they're being more open to, you know, the concept of mindfulness, the concepts of meditation, like, you know, even though it's been around for so many years, like meditation specifically, it really is only kind of that last like decade or two that we're realizing yeah. how impactful it is. And I know you and I have talked about, spoke about gratitude mm -hmm. and incorporating that into our lives on a daily basis and how much of a difference it makes. Um, you know, being grateful is a, a a, a vibration that you want to resonate in. It is. And there's always something to be grateful for. There always is. And every day there's something different. It's just, you know, you're stretching your mind muscle and really just being more present in your daily life to observe things to be grateful for. I mean, you can write a list of, you know, three or four things every morning and they could always be different if you are really thoughtful and present in your daily life. There are things to be grateful for. And I journal gratitude every morning. And in the course of the year, I drastically changed my life because of doing it. Like, it's just amazing, you know, when you are present and thoughtful about things, and then you're also projecting good things. And it just, you guys, like, seriously, like, I tell every, my niece is 13. I'm like, you journal this morning? Like, it's, it's something that um, I think, It'd be amazing if we could have all started when we were younger, but that wasn't a thing. And now, you know, we're all in a place where we can impact, you know, younger people and just be like, look, this is a real thing. Your mindset and the way that you perceive the world is a real thing. And I'm going to give you the keys to happiness if you really, and it does take effort. I'm not going to lie. You have to put time in. Um, but it's also really easy to do when you just make it part of your routine. And it's literally like five or 10 minutes a morning. It's not... You know, I'm not spending hours and things like that doing this. It's just that little pocket of time, get it done, sets the intention for the whole day, and then you're good to go. Yeah, I love it. Well, you know, when we were back in the 80s, I don't know about you, but we had like diaries back then. So, like, in some form, I think there was a little bit of that, like, dumping thoughts at least. Yeah. Not necessarily like a gratitude journal, but like thought dumping. But, like, I know, like, my daughter's these days, like, at one point, I was like, I had to buy them. Like, thought, like, do you want a diary? Because yeah. we've moved into such like that millennial technology age that it's, you know, I it's like I still have notebooks like all over the place. I have a million of them, but I don't see that yeah. with my kids. So right? My journals, like <laughs> they're going out of sale, and I have a journal for everything. I'm writing, like physically writing things, and that might be something I don't know if the younger generations are actually into writing but there's something about thinking it writing it and then rereading it it's all those steps that i think 
are are part of the process. And I don't think typing it out is quite as therapeutic. Yeah, I think that there's something um, very intimate about actually physically writing stuff. Yeah, definitely that that pen to hand, like pen to paper, pen to hand, the pen to hand, and the pen to paper, the hand to paper connection. Something like that, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no. Brainstorming, like I'm a list maker. I do. Granted, I do my grocery list on my phone because I'm always like forgetting my list at home, and then I'm like, oh, I'm trying to wing it. And you <laughs> get home and you, you think you did so good, and you get home and you forgot two things, and you're like, whatever, we're not making that tonight because I'm going back to the store. But for everything else. I have to write it down because that actually helps with memory retention. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same way. And I know we were we were kind of ch joking last week, and I was telling you about, uh, you know, sketching. And I'm like, I'm still like hand to paper when I do drawing sketches. That's why I was like, sketch up, sketch up. I need to do like you know the technology end of it because I, I just that's where my creativity flows is drawing and scribbling, and it looks mm -hmm. how it looks, but it all it all makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, I remember, you know, sketching class and it's funny because I went to art school and so we had our art classes and then we had like our sketching classes that were more for design. And it was like we'd listen to like Mozart, you know, classical music. And I had this like really cool teacher that was from I went to school in Miami and she was from Houston and she'd always like wear like the long um past knee length like T skirts and like a white button down shirt with a pop collar like she was so fashionable and cool and she had like short sassy hair and we always knew it was going to be a good day if the rolling stones were playing but she she <laughs> was like you guys it doesn't have to be perfect loose just get in there and and do it and just keep doing it and doing it and doing it and um doing it well <laughs> and um no like that really you know, for our industry, especially with new designers, like, oh, I'm scared to sketch. I'm scared to do this. No, you just have to do it because honestly, it's a sketch. It's not supposed to be perfect. And that's part of attraction is that looseness and, you know, the, the lack of detail and then some of the detail. And it's just, I think there's something really beautiful about it that's kind of long. Yeah. I love it. Like cursive handwriting. <laughs> not anymore <laughs> I you know that's actually funny because I my kids are virtual school now and I was asking them like do they learn cursive anymore like my daughters did I think at about grade three but then they my, my son was still in the public school system in grade three but they didn't so I guess I'll be interested to find out yeah it's like a whole it's a whole thing <laughs> and it's funny yeah we learned in like second grade and I still do a mix of like cursive and then like architectural <laughs> printing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like having a like mid sentence of like no, it's. <laughs> I know it's like my signature consists of some handwriting. Yeah, yeah, it's like printing demons in your head. You have like your second grade teacher. Like I went to school in a small town. I actually used to live before I moved to Washington State. I lived next door to my second grade teacher back home. Um, and I was terrified of her as a, as a kid. And she would like, they wouldn't allow this anymore, but she would like pinch you like in the back of the arm back here. Um, and, and I was terrified of her, but my, my cursive was really good. And then, you know, I went to school, I started as an architecture major and got into, you know, architectural lettering and basically, you know, being yelled at for that. And so, yeah, it's made two demons at, you know, <laughs> I guess it's up to you to choose which one's the angel and what's which one's the devil between <laughs> lettering. So. I've never looked at it that way before. That's cute. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, any like um, tips for the holiday season, getting through the craziness that you do? Um, that like I, I have some people are always like, "What are you doing during the crazy holidays?" probably get in a lot of trouble for saying this but I'm just gonna say it anyways um buying gifts for everybody you know and everybody you've ever met is bullshit um 
I just, I don't believe in that. Um, I believe in, you know, thoughtful time with somebody um, or maybe having an experience with a group of friends or something, but buying a gift for every single person you know is horseshit. Um, that needs to go out. Um, I think a thoughtful note, thoughtful card is um, just so much better than crap. You know, we, we all need to purge and live a, a lighter life. So, yeah, I that's something every year with the holiday season. I'm like, everyone's like, you ready for Christmas? I'm like, yeah, because I only buy like six people presents. That's like it. I don't subscribe to that. However, I will, you know, I bake these like really amazing roasted nuts with garlic and rosemary and all stuff. And I'll put little bags together and I do that for all my neighbors. Um, so I'm not like a huge Scrooge or anything, but <laughs> I'm not obsessed with the materialism of the holiday. So, cause I think it's about valuable time with people versus. Yeah, it's true. You know, I mean, you know, in North America, it's become so like commercialized. Yeah. And you're right. And like home, I know it's like, it's that time factor, but homemade gifts are so amazing. Like making up little baked goods and stuff like that. And I used to make wine for a lot of years. So that was always an easy one to do. And it's, it's and amazing. something so much more thoughtful about, and that's definitely an older generation thing, like, you know, making fudge or chocolate bark or, you know, all these little treats that you only really indulge in once a year. I, I think there really needs to be kind of a pushback to, to that mindset instead of, Mm -hmm. just crap for everybody yeah absolutely right because it's like why well, yeah. i have to spend like expensive holiday that puts this dent in everything when all yeah. you're really looking for is that like community and that connection and that that time but, together exactly and you know it doesn't even have to be i do have to say a lot of the old recipes are incredibly unhealthy but there are newer versions like you can do the nuts you can do there's so many other options that are you know um vegan vegetarian keto you know, lactose-free, all that stuff that I think the fact that if you put in the time to make something like that, that's incredibly thoughtful for somebody based off of uh, their diet is, is to me way better than like, oh, I'll go get you some socks or something random that you saw while you were checking out at Walmart. Like that is, yeah. Yeah. Make totally. something yummy to eat. And you're right. Like I'm laughing when you're talking about the old mm -hmm. recipes because this has just come up recently. And this year I'm doing a vegan, a full vegan Christmas dinner. So I'm going to be stuffing my my squash this year with my 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 stuffing, my herb stuffing. Like it's going to be fun. I'm going to really enjoy it. Yeah. But you're, that's the thing. It's just like playing with different things, and I'm excited about it because it like brings that creative aspect back in the kitchen. That for me, I've yeah. just kind of been missing that little. I just like yeah. I love so playing with food and things. Talk and about the one star that has really come through with the bang this last decade, it would be cauliflower. Cauliflower yes. is like <laughs> I nailed it. Yeah, no, cauliflower is like the most amazing thing in the world. You can make, you know, pizza dough with it. You can do I do this really amazing like cauliflower risotto, and I do a cauliflower mash with truffle salt and have we talked about like breaded and fried cauliflower with buffalo sauce <laughs> like there cauliflower is cauliflower rice cauliflower like, rice like, I know. cauliflower is like a game and you know what it's not anything new we've all known about cauliflower our whole lives but just the last decade it is a game changer in the kitchen like you could make an entire meal that would be very interesting and fun with just Flower. I have to completely agree with you. I love that you brought this one up because yeah, cauliflower has been a game changer in the last decade. Sauce, have some mashed cauliflower to go with it. You could do a cauliflower rice that's like a rice salad and throw some feta and like kalmata or something in there. Like you could go, you could have all the bases of a very well-rounded meal just using cauliflower. Right. I made the kids tater tots with cauliflower. Yes. Taste the difference. Well, maybe a hair, but I think they taste better. I love it. I know. I'm my me and my girls. We did the whole cauliflower with hot sauce. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I do this like mashed 
cauliflower that is amazing and I finish it with like truffle salt. Mm. It's so good. It's so good. We need to transition into the cooking show segment now. <laughs> I know. Like I think so. I am a meat eater, but still like I I was pescatarian for a year, just um my ex-fiance. I'm very stubborn and he's like, you can't go one week without eating meat. And then it turned into a whole year because I just, I had to win. Um, <laughs> but I have got my whole thing was when I was pescatarian, I'm like, I'm just not going to hang out and eat noodles. So I was on like all recipes, like every week, like meal prepping, all stuff. And I've got like recipes and I still make these all the time. because They're so good. Um, like acorn squash fritter tacos. And hummus stuffed portobello mushrooms. And um, I even made um, like vegetarian, like chicken pot pies. Well, no chicken, but I would do like portobello in it for like that meat texture. And mm -hmm. the whole time eating it, you're like, I know I'm going to bite into the chicken eventually because it just felt like it, it would be in there, but it wasn't. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so I came up with like all these recipes because I'm stubborn. <laughs> And they had to win the bet. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I'm, I don't know. I think us creatives, we get creative in the kitchen sometimes. It's, it's a lot of fun. It really is. And I know, I know over the last, I don't know, probably four or five years, I've transitioned to a more plant-based lifestyle. And um, it's been really fun exploring and recreating yeah. and finding out that it's actually, once you once you realize how simple it is, it's not that hard. Like, that's the thing. It's like, once you do it, you're like, I wish I had known how easy this was. I would have done it before. Yeah. And so I do keto and people are like, it's so hard to eat that way. And I'm like, really? It's meat, fat, and a vegetable. Like, it's so easy. Like, why? People just want to overcomplicate things. But, yeah, I, yeah, I'm all about the veggies. Like, I go on this arugula kick four days and it's like I make breakfast salads, like poached eggs on top and yeah, arugula is like probably my favorite green. Oh, it's so good. Spicy. Mm -hmm. So I say yeah. like out of the last decade, let's ditch the processed foods. Yes. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and move into all whole foods. Yeah. Buying some whole foods, buying um, you know, when the when the season is permitting, like buying local from you know like farmer markets like that kind of stuff um i'm incredibly blessed that i live in Walla valley which when i was a little girl we didn't there was wine here but it wasn't like it is now it was all produce and onions and to anybody who's listening you've probably heard of walla walla sweet onions at some point that was our original claim to fame now we're featured probably every episode or every um issue of wine spectator because of the amazingness that's happening here, but uh, with wine, not with onions. I mean, onions are <laughs> um, no, so, but there's, there's amazing soil here for growing. And so, um, you know, just sourcing locally from, you know, your people that are really loving, you know, providing all these vegetables and stuff from the earth and want to share them with you. I think that's a really wonderful thing too, is eating seasonally. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah, ditch the processed foods. That's, I think, yeah, everybody's been trying to get that out for a while. Yeah, no, I, I think it's been like, yeah, you're right. Like over the last decade, people really realizing what's in our foods and why we shouldn't be eating it that way. So the awareness, I think, is great. And I think it's become yeah. Yeah, spread just around more and more. Yeah. Like, regardless of, of whatever your, your diet is, whether you're more plant-based or not, you can still source all those things from really good sources that are much better for you. So be more mindful of your food. Do it. Do it. You'll be It'll happy that you did. I know. You'll be happy that you did. You really will. <laughs> it's amazing how it goes. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I know. I think for, I think the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to moving into this next decade is really, you know, bringing that mindfulness element into everything because, you know, my awareness of it kind of came during this decade. So, you know, I think really bring it forward and like, 
you know, for me right now, it is purging, purging, whether it's like emotions internally, whether it's stuff in my physical environment, you know, the purging things like clear out the decade and bring in the new. Yeah, no, that, and you know, that's my new move for decade, by the way. So, you know, I was born at the start of a decade. So that means the start of this decade, I turned the big 4-0 and I'm actually super excited. Um, it's weird to think. I'm turning 40. It's so weird to think, but um, no, I'm actually really excited about it. I've already started working with um, there's a gal here locally that does my headshots, and I'm like, I want to do a 40 photo shoot. Um, and I'm just like emailing her ideas. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm not worried about it because that was something I ditched last year too. I don't worry about stuff. I love it. You don't worry about it. It's that from the last decade worrying. What and, I, and I know that's an old phrase, but I think it has, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. it it's easier said than done. But when you can just set that intention, let it go. Don't worry about it. It's amazing what will happen. But um. Yeah, the start of this decade for me is also just so much more mindfulness and thoughtfulness in, you know, like just how I, I relate to myself along with others, but um, more importantly, myself because I'm turning 40 and, you know, I'm going to do a whole, a whole birthday year. Do so, it. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Start it off like right, right? Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, they say 40 is the new 30, but honestly, I don't care about that. 40 is just 40. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not worried about where that filters in with, you know, attractiveness or, you know, any, like, I don't care about that. Like, I'm just, I'm 40. I'm just going to be 40. That's just it. 40 is not the new anything. It's just 40. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, need to, I don't need to relabel it for myself to make myself feel better. Like, I'm turning 40. Just is what it is. Well, I think, it's awesome. I think it's amazing to have some fun with it. I'm close. I'm right behind you. I'll be there next year. But <laughs> and then you can have your whole year. Yeah, a whole year. You know, why not? Why not pick a whole birth, like pick one birthday and do it for the whole year? Yeah. And I think well, technically, I mean, it is like, you know, it's another trip around the sun. It is. It is. And I think 40 is like the perfect year for it. And, you know, before I turned 30, I literally had um like a freak out like it started when I was like 28 and it was because I was so worried about where I was in my career that I wasn't married that I wasn't like kids all stuff wasn't happening like I was just worried about all the things I didn't have then I turned 30 and realized when you turn 30 it's super awesome because now you're a big kid and people take you seriously in an industry where we deal with a lot of mental energy um, something about turning 30 was like the magic number for me having like contractors and things like that. They're like, Oh, she's 30 now. She knows what she's talking about. And um, whereas nothing had changed over the course of a couple of years, but in their mind, something about that magic three zero did. Um, and so the whole thirties is really just been trial and error. And now that I'm like getting ready to start 40, I'm like, I had it. I don't, okay. I haven't figured out in the sense that I know what I want and I don't want, but I'm not going to have to worry about figuring out how to figure it out. Like, it's just, I'm starting 40 with, uh, just a mindfulness of everything will fall into place as it will. Yes, totally right. I know I've been talking a lot with friends and you know, colleagues and stuff. And yeah, I think it's really about being open, not restrictive of, you know, but just getting really clear on what are your desires? What do you want in your life? The type of energy that you want surrounding you. And then I think just like putting it out there, surrendering and allowing it to be, you know, right. having attachment to the outcome. And I noticed there's been this huge push um, with like, healing old wounds like I think you know there's something about our generation where it was like oh this is stuff that just happened to me a bazillion years ago I'll be fine I'll sweep it under the rug 
And then here you are in your late thirties and you're like, Oh God, this is affecting my everyday life. Now I have to deal with it. Um, and so I think we're all in this place of like, you know, self healing and working through our shit and, you know, mindfulness of, okay, we can't sweep it under the rug anymore. It's, it's rearing its ugly head in the most bizarre situations. You're like, why am I freaking out a stop sign right now? Like all of a sudden, you know, it's just the way things surface. And I think we're all just like, okay, now's the time. Now's the time to take care of the stuff that has been, you know, stored in the back of my mind. So that's another thing I think is, is really going to be a big deal this next decade. More self-healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I know I, I'm, I'm noticing that a lot too with, with people around me and just the energy and stuff. And of course, you know, as I dabble into my astrology stuff, I'm always looking as, you know, we're moving out of this age and into a new age. So I think it's, it's going to be really cool to see what this year brings and I'm really excited for it. Yeah, no, I am too. And I think it's, it's definitely, um, you know, anything new is scary. And I'm not saying the start to this decade is scary. I think the shift in where we all are mentally and where we're trying to go, it's, it's that point A to point B that I think we're all like, just, we're going to wing it. I don't know. What's <laughs> and we're all just like, just have a glass of champagne and just let it go. Just like, <laughs> However, it's going to happen. It will happen. Um, if it's bad, which I mean, bad stuff happens, happens all the time, but sometimes you just like the emoji, you just, whatever. <laughs> and then it's my, my favorite, most recent quote is like learning to dance in the store, learning to dance in the rain. Mm -hmm. I don't even, I can't even say it. <laughs> learning to dance during the storm. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, in the midst of the storm. Oh my gosh, I should really like know what my quotes are before I'm gonna actually say them out loud. I have a quote back here that says, <laughs> "Learn to say no to the good, so you can say yes to the best." I love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah. It's about. Um, I believe that quote is not about settling for being uh, mediocre you know that's not that's not in my lane being mediocre by any means so love it you know actually I went to a tone I saw Tony Robbins earlier this year and that was one of the things that he talked about yeah it, it was one of the things he talked about even being around people it's like if you're gonna do you know if you're gonna do just good versus like your best versus better versus excellent. It's like pick which level do you want to be at, right? Because usually you need to set your bar a little bit higher. And I mean, not everybody does if it resonates with you or not, but I, I think always constantly like wanting to learn and grow and change and shift is just part of life where it's energy and it's always transforming and moving. So I think it's one of the beautiful things that we actually can play with more so and have more fun with rather it be a restriction kind of thing. Yeah. But well, yeah, I, I love that you said that. There are those people that are, are perfectly fine with being complacent with their life. And that's fine. I mean, it's fine. It, there's no judgment there. It is what it is. But I I really try to spend 90% of my time with people who make me feel a little bit uncomfortable in the sense of, um, you know, they're engaging with conversation and, you know, they're like, so that's really cool that you did this. What are you going to do next? And, you know, really just kind of light that fire in you and keep you motivated. And it all goes like full circle. It's, it's really wonder, wonderful to be with supportive people, but at the same time, you don't want to be coddled. You want like, okay, how can we do better? You can do better. How do you do better? Um, and that's something I think of a lot just in my day to day with like the product that, you know, I create for my designers. It's like, they deserve more. How I, how can I be better? How can I do better to provide more for them, to provide more value, to help them, you know, level up their businesses and in turn, I'm leveling up mine. I mean, it's all this really crazy organism that we live in, in this industry. Um, but it's really like, how can I be better to do better? And I think that's, 
something that's wonderful to live by every day. It's beautiful. And I think if that's what we carry, the type of energy we carry into this next decade, I think the world in general will become a better place. <laughs> right? Right. Right. And more yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, honestly, this has been, this has been amazing. I'm glad we really got this chance to finally do this. We've talked about it for a while and um, I know we'll probably do a little bit more in the future again. And I look forward to that. Um, anything else you want to leave us with before we go? Anything at all? Um, so, um, happy Hanukkah to everybody. Today's the first day of Hanukkah. Um, and you guys just, you know, take it easy this holiday season and don't, don't feel like you, uh, have to be everything to everyone. Just spend time with the family and remember what the season's for. And regardless of what your beliefs are, even if that means, um, more, more self-care, whatever it is, do it. So. Yeah, it's a good time right now, I think, especially like in the wind. Well, I'm up in the northern hemisphere where it's cooler, that it's important to not forget that peace. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, just find your own peace. Yeah, find your own peace. And drink and have, and, <laughs> and have a very happy and mindful upcoming new year. <laughs> yes. yes. So thank you so much for those of you that joined us today. I saw Russ was here, Harley. Um, if you join in after you catch uh, the replay, hashtag replay, let us know where you're watching from. And once again, thank you so much from the amazing Sarah from Design Loft. Uh, we can post in the comments below where we can find Sarah. You're on Facebook yeah. and Instagram. I think you're all over the place. I am. And it's hard work. <laughs> it's hard work being all over the place. It is. But I do it for all my people. So, yeah. And I'm glad you do an amazing job at it. You know, you. the creative the design mind, you got it all mapped out. You're golden. Well, cheers to cheers. a happy holiday season, whether it's just being in the vibration of the holidays or you celebrate the holidays. And thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. See you next time. Thank you for joining me here today on the Juicy Living Podcast. We hope you had some fabulous takeaways from today's conversation. Tune in next time as we will be back and always live juicy.